welcome to The Uncensored Mom. I'm your host, Jessica Parada. I'm a mama to two kiddos under three and a wife to an amazing husband, Oscar. If you have a mother's heart, whether you're a mom already or trying to have a baby, this podcast is for you. I'm on a mission to speak truth about being pregnant, giving birth, postpartum life, being a mom, and everything in between. On the days you feel crazy, I'm here to let you know you're not crazy and to tell you that you are enough. You're beautiful, you're amazing, you're doing enough, and you are so loved. y'all i hope everyone is having a beautiful day this is jess here your host of the uncensored mom and today i'm talking about being a stay-at-home mom and maybe sometimes feeling that you're not giving your children enough opportunities maybe they're not learning fast enough maybe they're not as sociable as the children who go to daycare or school or whatever you're comparing your children to, honestly, right? And this came to me because Peyton started crawling today. So if you follow me on Instagram at Jessica E. Parada or we're friends on Facebook, if we're not, please let's be friends. I love making new friends. You can find me, Jessica Parada. That's my name. So yes, everywhere. (laughs) Um, But she started crawling and you can figure out which day I recorded this podcast based on whether you follow me on social media or not because I did put it up there and it kind of made me a little sad but happy as well sad because it's like my baby's growing up right and happy because my baby's growing up (laughs) and doing new things and in the moment that I saw her crawling I thought of the times that I've been in mom groups, baby groups, or just seeing on social media other moms say things like, I can't teach my kid as much as a daycare or school can. Or after I put my kid in daycare, they were just learning more and I just felt like I couldn't give them that type of learning or my kid isn't as sociable as other kids so I put them in daycare or I put them in school or maybe they homeschool and they put them in school but a lot of what I see being that I'm a mother of a toddler and a baby is this putting your kid in daycare daycare or not type of conundrum because Some stay-at-home moms prefer to put their kids in daycare, and I'm not judging them because the thing about daycare is that there's this whole stigma about it being bad, and really, if you do your research, if you go to the daycares, if you really look at the environment and ask questions, then you're going to pick the right one for you and your family, right? All, All of us want different type of environments for our children, and I chose to be at home with my children and also... I do want to homeschool and teach them from home. And sometimes when I see other moms say that their kid learns more in daycare or their kid is more social being in daycare, I just 
don't believe that's true. I really think it's crap. I'm going to say that. Because the thing is, I allow Dom to just play and discover. He's going to be three in September, and I'm not here like, let's have some type of curriculum. Because he is a kid. He is a kid. He's a toddler. He's a little kid. Like, he was born a little under three years ago. Like, he came into this world. Like, come on, you know? And at first, I was comparing myself to other moms who stayed at home and they were doing these curriculums and they were having more of a structure around teaching. And this was like when Dom turned one. And I thought, man, I should be doing these things. What programs are they using? And then I spoke to a friend of mine who was homeschooled and she plans to homeschool her daughter and they're the same age. Um, She's the same age as Dominic. They're like a couple weeks apart. And I realized that I was just putting way too much pressure on myself, trying to keep up with, I guess, the daycare system, although I didn't even know what they were doing. I actually did Google what are daycares teaching in a one-year classroom and a two-year classroom. And I worked at daycare when I was younger, but it's been like over 10 years. So it's been quite a while. And Dominic, he knows how to write cursive. (laughs) He uses this program on ABC Mouse that uh, teaches cursive, which is pretty awesome. So he knows how to trace the letters. He knows how to read words already. He knows how to write all his letters and say them backward and forward in all types of ways. He knows a lot of things. I'm not going to sit here and make a list of everything he knows because this, this episode is not about me bragging about my children because that is not the point. The point is that he's learned on his own. I bought the ABC Mouse program because I wanted him to have a learning activity, like learning activities to do on the computer, but then soon realized that most programs are meant to be touch screen type of interaction. So He does use it on the iPad, although he did learn how to work the mouse on my laptop. It just is not made for little fingers, no matter how sensitive I would put the mouse. But he learned and like he I we have a chalkboard easel now, but like he we play chalk outside and write letters and do shapes and colors and we watch we don't have cable, but we do have Sling TV and then we mainly the Sling TV is for for like me and Oscar really, we use YouTube videos and on the TV because we have a Roku and that's where we find a lot of educational programs. And so he's learned his shapes and colors and all these things. He's learned sign language from watching signing time videos. I highly recommend them, baby signing time and then using signing time videos. Highly, highly recommend them. But I just incorporated all these things. And then there's this stigma about TV, like only a certain amount of TV per day, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I thought to myself, well, we're using these like programs, but he's learning, you know? And the thing is that he doesn't need to have the TV on. A lot of times he either isn't watching it or we'll wake up and we'll have no TV and we'll just be listening to music and playing and 
I'll be cooking and he's just drawing. It's just not an issue. So I feel that TV time and any type of technology time is dependent on the child. Some children do need to have those boundaries and some children are fine without it, without having boundaries on it. So it's just, we are so hard on ourselves and constantly comparing ourselves. Are we doing a good enough job? Are we teaching our kids enough? Should I put my kid in daycare? I stay at home, so why should I put my kid in daycare if I stay at home? Well, maybe my kid needs to socialize more. Maybe I need to do more play dates. Maybe, <laughs> like, it drives you nuts. Seriously, like, I'm saying this and it just drives me, me crazy. And I know it drives you crazy, too, if you're listening to this and you're a mama. So I just realized that as long as I allow him to learn and help him and interact with him, and we do have play dates with friends, so, I mean, I'm hanging out with my friends that have kids, so... That's a play date, right? The term play date is like so crazy. It's like when I was a kid, just go outside, <laughs> go make friends. But that's another topic. But the thing is, I just feel that every kid is different and every parent is different and in, in how you want to raise your child. And this whole comparing each other and trying to and asking questions constantly in Facebook groups and constantly looking up books and then looking up the books and looking up the reviews and reading the reviews and, oh, that book has a bad review, so maybe I shouldn't get that book. It's just crazy because we live in an age where it's so accessible to find information on how to parent, and that's great, but it's also a downfall in our society because we're constantly comparing ourselves and we're constantly changing our strategies and we're not listening to what our hearts are telling us to do for our children. We're not following our intuition. We're not letting that guide us. If Dominic enjoys writing letters and reading and doing those type of things and he enjoys numbers and he enjoys drawing, I'm going to nurture that. I'm going to really give him the tools for that. That doesn't mean I'm not going to teach him other things, but he loves those things. So I'm going to nurture that. I remember loving those things, so it's really funny seeing my kid also enjoy those same type of activities. So, But every kid's different. Peyton might not be like that. She might like numbers a lot, and she might like music more. It just varies. I mean, Dominic likes music as well, so sometimes it just depends on the day. Sometimes he enjoys doing more music things, but the ABCs and reading and words are really... He sings his ABCs all, all day long, literally, like, all day. <laughs> he's like, he says, what do you want to watch? Because that's what we ask him. We're like, what do you want to watch? And he's like, ABCs, ABCs. So he wants, to watch, he wants to watch ABC videos. But the thing is, we just have to just do what's right, what we feel is right for our kids, and not look at what Susie is doing. You know, Susie stays at home and she puts her kids in daycare and she said that her kid is more social now and her kid has learned more and maybe you should put your kid in daycare too and you're thinking, should I? It's just, what does your intuition say? Like, what does your heart say? We don't need to be forcing ourselves to do things because Susie is doing them and Jan is doing them. And... We need to do what's right with, for our family. 
And I still do get some days where I think, I mean, he's turning three and the doctor's like, oh, is he in preschool? Yeah, I'm like, what? But I want to homeschool anyways. But, and I'm thinking maybe I'll put him in preschool. I'm like, no, I really don't want to. I really want to homeschool. And I mean, he's going to be three, whatever. And all this pressure. And I'm going to do what's right for me. And if I decide to put him in daycare, that's fine. But that's what's right for me. It's not because it was right for Jan and Susie, so I decided to do it. So I am not saying don't go ask the questions in the groups and don't go asking questions on social media about how you raise your kids and don't read parenting books because that's all fine and dandy. And I I like parenting books. I mean, I, I read certain books that align with my parenting style and how I would like to raise my kids. So that's what I do. I don't really search for parenting books on how to like do things that don't align with me. So if that makes sense. <laughs> um, my parenting style is positive slash conscious parenting slash authoritative parenting. That's what psychology really calls it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably in that category as well. You can look it up. And not to be confused with authoritarian, which is do this because I said so, and more of a if you don't do this or do what I say, then it it's gonna be some type of punishment. It's just around a lot of like authoritarian parenting is around a lot of being punished for doing the wrong things. So I'm not talking about beating your kid, but a lot of us were raised in that parenting style of okay, you didn't get straight A's, then no hanging out or TV or anything for a week, you know, things like that. So, and I read books and I listen to podcasts and things like that, that are more of the authoritative style, which is more of a positive parenting environment. Um, that's why they call it positive parenting um, and conscious parenting because you're being more aware of your reactions and more aware of what your kid needs because again every kid is different so and being more responsive to what your child needs emotionally but also knowing like where to set limits and being consistent and setting limits and boundaries for your kids, right? So it's not about like letting them do what they want. That's permissive parenting. So uh, I will, I am going to have someone on the podcast talk about parenting. So I am definitely excited about that. So look forward to that, you guys. But I just want to say that do what's right for you. Do what's right for your family. Do what you feel is right in your heart. And there's no need to either seek approval for it from outside, from society, or from your friends, or to doubt yourself on that. Because if you feel it's right, then it's right for you. If you don't feel like it's right for you, then it's not right for you. That's okay. But there's no need to constantly be questioning ourselves. Are we doing the right thing? One, 
if your kid is thriving and if your kid is loving, I mean, I'm not saying that our kids are not little a-holes sometimes, but, you know, if your kid seems to be doing well, then you're doing a good job. You know, like, you're, you're doing a good job. And if you see your kid needs some help in things, then what does your, like, what do, what does your heart say to do about that? You know, if you, if you feel that your kid needs more interaction, then go to the park. <laughs> like, forget play dates, seriously. I mean, play dates are fun and all, but go to the park and let your kid go interact with some kids. <laughs> you know, it's like this whole play date mentality is like, no, just go to the park and let your kid hang out with some kids. Go to the trampoline park. I, they have a lot of toddler uh, days in trampoline parks. And only toddlers are allowed to jump during that time. So it's really nice because you know your kid is not going to get trampled. So go there. Let your kid meet some kids. There you go. And then make some mom friends, right? That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. Make some new friends. They make friends. You make friends. Then you can have the play day in the future. Drink margaritas, some wine, whatever. Doesn't matter what time, right? <laughs> margaritas are okay at like after 12. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to give you those words of encouragement today that you are doing an amazing job. There's no need to doubt yourself. And yeah, you can read parenting books and ask questions, but always know that what feels right in your heart is what's right. And if it's breaking your heart to do something, then it's not right for you. And that's okay. That's okay. Something that might be right for Susie and Jan might not be right for you. And that is a-okay. We're all doing a good job. Parenting is tough. I was talking to a friend yesterday and I said, parenting is rough and it's a balance. I mean, it's just trying really, not balance, just figuring out your child and as they grow, figuring yourself out, figuring out your needs, figuring out your spouse needs, figuring out everyone's needs and it's how to... I hate the word balance. I don't want to say the word balance. That keeps coming to my head, but more of a, more of nurturing yourself, your children, your spouse, maybe your pets if you have pets, and allowing it all to flow. I like that better. Allowing it to flow. And sometimes there's rough waters, but you'll get back into a steady stream. So, anyways, I hope that helped you guys. <laughs> I am just so excited to talk to y'all. I know I'm like talking to a microphone, but you guys are my friends. I really love talking to y'all, and I encourage you to... Just tell yourself that you're doing a great job and that everything is okay. Your kid's okay. They're cool. You're doing good. It's all right. And if you're in rough waters, you will be in a steady in, in steady stream or steady waters, whatever, you know, calm waters. <laughs> That's just life, right? So 
Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I really appreciate your support and taking the time to listen to my podcast. I know that it is time out of your day, now of your life, to listen to my podcast and to listen to me talk. So thank you so much. And if you found this podcast and this episode encouraging, uh, please listen to my other episodes and also subscribe, rate, and review. I would really, really appreciate that here on iTunes. It is just so encouraging for me to create more content to know that I am reaching y'all and reaching someone because one of you is a person. You're a person who is saying, yes, Jessica, you are doing a good job, right? <laughs> like, thank you. Um, I really, really appreciate them so much from the bottom of my heart. I truly do. So thank you so much. And share on your social media. Maybe share on Facebook. Take a screenshot and tag me at Jessica Parada on Insta Stories, on Instagram, or um, tag me on Facebook or share the link I'm going to put, I think I'm going to start creating like little videos on how to do those things because sometimes it could be confusing, especially if you're just starting out learning how to use the podcast app on Apple or listening on your Android on Spotify and stuff. So I do think I'll do like little short videos because you can share the episode, the link, the episode link, and you can send it to a friend. But if you do find any of the episodes encouraging or this podcast encouraging, please share it. That really helps get the message out there to more and more mamas like you, more women who just need to hear just truth, positivity, and just love. So I love y'all. Have a beautiful day. You're doing an amazing job. You're awesome. Your kids are awesome. That's my encouragement for the day. I love y'all. And I'll talk to you later. Bye. Did you love this episode? If yes, share it with a friend, family member, stranger, or whoever you think will find this episode helpful. Leave me a review on iTunes and let me know your honest thoughts, takeaways, and questions. It would mean so much to me. Love y'all and remember, you are enough and you get to have it all. Talk to you next time.